This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Here's what Jerome Powell said last week and why you need to prepare for what's next by Jay Scott. A few people have asked for my opinion on the speech Jerome Powell gave last week about the direction of Fed policy. So, here's my take. Powell's speech points to oncoming economic pain. First, unlike other speeches he's given over the past few months, this one was a little less nuanced and a little more direct. 
addressing the problems we're facing head-on, along with the solutions that the Fed is going to pursue. Not surprisingly, much of the short speech focused on getting inflation under control, or what Powell referred to as restoring price stability. In his comments, Powell was pretty direct in his belief that the efforts the Fed is prepared to undertake to control inflation will cause economic pain. In other words, we're past the expectation that a soft landing is still possible. So let's talk about some of his specific comments along with my interpretation. If you want to read the full speech for yourself, you can find a link to it at biggerpockets.com right inside this article. Here's the first point from Powell. He said, the Federal Open Market Committee's FOMC overarching focus right now is to bring inflation back down to our 2% goal. My thoughts? There have been many discussions recently about whether the Fed would be happy with inflation back down to 3-4% to instead of the historical target of 2 Powell seems to be very clear here that 2% is the goal, which likely means a more aggressive stance. In fact, later on in the speech, he specifically addresses this and says that now is not the time to step off the gas when we get close to 2%. There are too many risks if we don't stay aggressive. The next point from Powell, restoring price stability will take some time and requires using our tools forcefully to bring demand and supply into better balance. Reducing inflation is likely to require a sustained period of below-trend growth. Moreover, there will very likely be some softening of labor market conditions. My thoughts? This is the most direct admission we've gotten from the Fed that tackling inflation may not come quickly. We'll require some aggressive policy and will likely lead us into higher unemployment and a clear recession, as well as potentially longer-term reduced GDP. Powell? While the lower inflation readings for July are welcome, a single month's improvement falls far short of what the committee will need to see before we are confident that inflation is moving down. Committee participants' most recent individual projections from the June SEP showed the median federal funds rate running slightly below 4% through the end of 2023. My thoughts? This should reinforce expectations for another three-quarters of a percent rate hike in September unless we get a surprisingly good CPI number for the August time period. Even then, we'll likely see at least a 0.5% hike, and it appears he's preparing everyone for rates to potentially hit 4% before all of this is done. Powell, it is also true, in my view, that the current high inflation in the United States is the product of strong demand and constrained supply, and that the Fed's tools work principally on aggregate demand. There is clearly a job to do in moderating demand to better align with supply. My thoughts? This little comment hasn't been discussed much from what I've seen, but it deserves mention. Basically, Powell is saying that inflation is clearly being caused by both demand and supply issues, most agree, and that the Fed only has the ability to impact demand, not supply. This seems to me to be an admission that the Fed is concerned that they don't have as much control over inflation in this situation as they'd like and are prepared to be extra aggressive if necessary. And some final thoughts. Long story short, expect at least a couple more rate hikes this year, the core interest rate, the federal funds rate, to potentially hit 4%, and don't be surprised if we experience some significant economic pain for the foreseeable future. Additionally, while it wasn't explicitly addressed in the speech, 
I suspect we will see some additional tightening of the Fed balance sheet. While we're currently seeing the Fed roll off mortgage-backed securities and bonds, meaning that they let these expire without buying more, I would be surprised if we start to see more aggressive selling of Fed assets over the next 6 to 12 months. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, join me right here tomorrow.